0: Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Rightly Dividing Israel and the Church. For thousands of years in the Old Testament, God had a divine secret that was unrevealed. God always had it in mind and He always knew what was coming, but He didn't tell anyone else about it. It was God's secret. This secret part of God's plan is called the Church. The reality of the Church is unique to the Church Age. The Old Testament does not directly address it. It is its own entity, a brand new thing brought about by God after the resurrection of Christ. The church is completely separate and distinct from God's plan for Israel. In my theology, I am a dispensationalist. What does this mean? Well, at core, it means distinction. A distinction between God's plan for Israel and his plan for the church. Israel and the church are two different things. Just remember that the D in dispensational stands for distinction. If you confuse or mix what God has to say in reference to his plan for Israel with that of the church, you will be hopelessly confused in reference to prophecy. This means that all of the Old Testament prophecies related specifically to Israel have no direct bearing on the church. And those prophecies in the New Testament related specifically to the church have no direct bearing on Israel. The church is its own entity. It is quite amazing how simple this really is and how clearly it is spelled out in scripture and yet so many Christians get this wrong. And what is even more amazing is that so many evangelical scholars get it completely wrong. This mistake consistently results in serious theological error like replacement theology that says God is now done with Israel and that now the church, which is supposedly spiritual Israel, gets all the blessing passages originally addressed to Israel. This is most serious because it amounts to making God out to be a liar who does not keep his covenant promises. If you take the Old Testament prophecies related to Israel and stick the church in there, you will be wrong. All the prophecies in the Old Testament related to the tribulation period, that is, the 70th week of Daniel, the second coming of Christ back to the earth, the kingdom... They all have Israel principally in view. The church is not even seen there. Just keep in mind that essentially everything about the church as a program is distinct and separate. Dr. Michael Vloch says, Though there are many similarities between Israel and the church, that is, both experience salvation by faith based on the death of Christ, there are also many differences which show that the two groups are distinct. This distinction will continue throughout the Millennial Kingdom and throughout eternity. Dr. Michael Vlock. Dispensationalism makes a distinction between Israel and the Church because this is where a consistent hermeneutic, that is, literal interpretation, of the whole of Scripture takes you. In a biblical theology of the Church, they say, in a certain technical sense, there is no such thing as dispensational hermeneutics. Dispensationalists hold strongly to consistent hermeneutical principles and argue if they are consistently followed one will arrive at dispensationalism. Concerning the doctrine of ecclesiology, that is the church, the church and Israel will be clearly seen in scripture as separate bodies. It will clearly be seen as well that the Lord has two distinct plans for the church and Israel. This again is where rightly dividing the word carefully and consistently is shown to be so important. Second Timothy 2.15, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is a major issue in the New Testament. If you try to tie circumcision to the church, you will have heresy. If you try to say baptism is now equal to circumcision in the Old Testament, you have a major problem. See, Paul in Galatians... Suddenly, you are unbiblically baptizing babies. Suddenly, you try to bring babies into covenant relationship with God like Israeli babies in the Old Testament. Suddenly, everything is blurry and confused. Keep Israel Israel and keep the church the church and you will be solid in your theology. If not, you will be messed up in a big way in a hurry on a lot of theology. Rightly dividing the word literally means cut it straight. The idea is to deal with the word straightforwardly in an accurate manner. It is to take the word for what it plainly says. Henry M. Morris says, This means taking it to mean exactly what the writer intended it to mean, not deviating to the right or the left. Normally, this would require taking it literally unless the writer himself makes it evident that he is using symbolic language or a figure of speech. The writers, especially inspired by the Holy Spirit, wanted their writings to be understood. Amen. Hermeneutics refers to principles of interpretation. And in this discipline, the key verse is 2 Timothy 2.15. A proper interpretation of Scripture involves exegesis, meaning to take out from Scripture what is there, instead of eisegesis, which means to read into Scripture. What is called the golden rule of interpretation was put forth by Dr. David L. Cooper. It says, quote, When the plain sense of Scripture makes common sense, seek no other sense, therefore take every word at its primary, ordinary, usual, literal meaning, unless the facts of the immediate context, studied in light of related passages and axiomatic, that is self-evident, and fundamental truths indicate clearly otherwise. There are two cardinal interpretive rules. Number one, interpret the Bible literally slash normally. Number two, Interpret the Bible in context. If one wants to be accurate in their interpretation of Scripture, they must be consistent in their principles of interpretation. And if one is consistent in the matter of hermeneutics, they will see a distinction between Israel and the church. It's a matter of rightly dividing the word of truth. In Matthew 16:18, Christ said, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will, future tense, I will, future tense, build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Ephesians 3, 5, and 6, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. A divine secret. In other ages it was not made known. As it has now been revealed new revelation about the church by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. Lord, we thank you so much for your great plan (coughs) of redemption, (coughs) your plan of salvation. And uh, Lord, I I thank you for the scriptures, which we are told to rightly divide, to cut it straight, to to get it right, to take it for what it says and make those distinctions that are proper to be made. And certainly that relates to rightly dividing Israel and the church. Help us to keep it straight in our mind and our thinking, and therefore uh, keep prophecy straight in relationship to what you have told us, what uh, we need to know, what is for our, our benefit. So Lord, again, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Israel and what you're doing in relationship to Israel and your sovereign plan, but also that you are present tense building your church, which was yet future when you spoke these words during your earthly ministry. Lord, again, we thank you for your word. Help us to rightly divide it. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.